Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host Chris here with the full crew. I got Brandon and Ro, and we are here to discuss the latest film from Marvel, The Marvels. Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau, forcing them to work together to save the universe. Um, it's been a while since we've done one of these. In a while. Uh, what do you guys think? I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was exactly what we needed in a team-up movie. It was fun. It was all over the place in the best of ways. I think that if you walk out of this movie and you still think you can predict what's going to happen in the feature-length movies for Marvel, then I don't know what to tell you, but I had a really good time. I love what Nia DaCosta did with the story. Um, it's a lot to work with where she was coming in to pick up. I thought it was smart the way what she chose to do. I enjoyed Brie. I enjoyed uh, Mon. I loved Tioni as a trio. So I, I had a good-ass time. I got, I got lots of thoughts and feelings, y'all. What do you think? Um, I mean, I I go see Marvel films because they're Marvel films. Like, I really don't have these crazy expectations because I pretty much know the track record is it's at least at bare minimum it's just going to be good enough, right? For me having left the house. But honestly, like this one, this is I did not expect one this to be as black as it was. And despite having a director, I still didn't expect that. And I didn't expect it to be as funny and fun as it was. Like, I, I, I like I know we got the opening trailers with the Beastie Boys and stuff, and, and it was perfect for this, right? Um, but I really didn't. And when I say fun, like I didn't expect it to be as chaotic as it was. The like still organized still fluid and to kind of just have this you know it's this it's i'm not going to say it's a story like a villain story we've seen before like it's just angry villain that just wants revenge but um you know the backstory behind it and so what carol's been doing and giving us insight into just the, her personal character development i thought was dope i would have liked a little more insight into the personal development of monica's character and like her full understanding and and then like gaining control of her powers right it's a lot of it just seemed like she just kind of knew what to do even though it also seemed like she was just figuring it out but it was like an instant thing like we need you to know how to do this now and she just kind of knew how to do these things and i know they set her up to be super intelligent right but i think for me like my favorite parts of whipping um I just liked her as Miss Marvel. I think she is one of the greatest new additions to Marvel. From the show to this, I just really want to see her in more stuff interacting with all the Avengers because she's essentially like the fourth wall breaking fan without actually breaking it. She, her enthusiasm, her excitement, the way they do her as a child, and she just, it was perfect casting. So all, overall, I had like a lot of fun just watching this and I laughed throughout most of it. Um, I also like the way they did switch when they did the powers thing. They would use them and they'd switch them back and forth. There are some beautiful scenes, beautiful action scenes, the way they did it and edited it. That it looked really well. There are some hangups with a bit of CGI I saw, but I'm not going to really nitpick about those because the space scenes, like in the worldly looking scenes, their creativity for the different planets and stuff looks so good. 
that, you know, things like Monica's face looking weird in an astronaut suit <laughs> is that's not, not something I made in those days. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird, it's been a weird thing. So there's two things. One, I, I haven't been that busy on social media or things like that, but I did start seeing the whole Marvel's in trouble now and things like that, which has been funny to me. And I was also seeing people talk about how the movie was tracking lower. And I was like, kind of had a, again, not on social media and I didn't feel like saying anything, but I was kind of like, people do know that it's still an actor strike. Right. And so there, there's no, there's no actual real promotion for this film. The promotion for this film was literally just, um, you know, uh, the trailers, right? Um, and so, to me, it's been an interesting thing to see people kind of turn from what they, what Marvel's always done, because this is it's like on par with what they've done before. Like, it's a really enjoyable film. Um, it brings all the characters that we we two characters that we got introduced to. Uh, well, you know, when it comes to Monica in her adult form, we got introduced to on the Disney Plus shows. They fit in really well. It turns into it's probably one of the better blends of um, the TV shows and movies they've done. I mean, obviously they did in the uh, Multiverse of Madness, but not like this, right? Like literally, the two characters here are from the TV shows. So it also goes against all this narrative. It's like it's this weird thing. It's like it reminds me of like what happened with the election this week, where everybody's like, "Oh man, Democrats are in trouble," and then Democrats win. It's like Huh, that's weird. Same thing with this movie. It's like, oh yeah, they're going to start putting less emphasis on their TV shows and they're going to do this and they're going to do this and then you watch a movie like this and it's like, but it brought everything together and clearly when you see the after credit scene they're banking on this like all 100% so it's just like, it's just this weird thing of like, what did, what did folks expect? Like, you know, Brandon with you there was some, like a handful of CG scenes, which, you know, that kind of stand out, but it's like not too, they, not enough to overtake the, the great and beautiful, like space scenes and things like that. Um, the movie is short. It's only an hour and 45 minutes. So it, it gets in and gets out. Like, this is not a film that drags on. Um, I'm with you. I think it, <clears throat> I would have loved to see a little bit more with Monica because that's, Probably the character that you get a the the least amount of setup for because you know when we last saw her she was in WandaVision we know she had gotten some powers but now she like has like has a little bit more control of her powers so that's a little bit different but like with Carol and Kamala we we kind of dealt with them so and we kind of they fit right in there um. And even the villain in the story where it comes from takes from what we kind of seen in previous movies. So it all really does fit really well together. Um, there are, for not just the after credit scene, there's the end scene of this movie, such as something that we've all kind of been, 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 been mentioning before and saying that they're probably going to go this direction. So to me, this feels like one of the more classic type of Marvel films, like the you know, the ones that happen in the lead up to Endgame where you get a really strong end of this film where they're setting up for something uh, that we've been talking about. The after credit scene, I think, is also one of those after credit scenes where, no, no, it's not going to be one of those ones where you're like, oh, okay, no, you're going to want to see the after credit scene, All right? There's just a lot of pieces here that, that fit. And 
you know, from the reactions I've seen from everyone, everyone's really enjoying it. I haven't seen anybody really come out of this film going like, oh, no, I hated it. Like, you know, it's... Oh, man. I have, so, unfortunately. I oh, yeah, well, I didn't, so... Um, so, I walked... I had a conversation with someone, Chris and I know, and, like, immediately it was... It was said to me, this film was going to suck. And I was like, what? Like, what? I was, in my mind, I'm just thinking... And I have a I have a very different way that I'm approaching um, conversations where I know we're gonna it, it's gonna we're gonna be arguing right or debating something from different stances. So I'm more like lax. I'm still sarcastic and shit, but I'm more lax about it. So I was like, I don't. Why do you think that? And it's just you know, well, it's, you'll see. And I was like, have you seen it already? You'll see. And I'm like, oh, you haven't seen it. Okay, cool. So I don't, I'm not sure, like, why would this suck any more than some of the other Marvel films we've had over the last 15 years that arguably people have said or deemed to be lesser Marvel films? Why would this suck more than Thor 2? Why would this suck more? Then said, you know, Iron Man three, or why would this suck more? Like, I don't understand this sentiment that has been created around these, these phases where we pretend that because the end game of ten years of development was literally end game in Infinity War, that there weren't films like every film wasn't Infinity War, every film wasn't Civil War, every film wasn't Winter Soldier, every film wasn't the first Iron Man, like. Why are we acting like every film has been perfect? And now because you don't like now, let's leave it now because some of y'all had to sit through Thor Love and Thunder. You want to pretend that Marvel has completely fallen off or because you don't want to follow all of the Disney shows. You feel like Marvel has completely fallen off or because you don't care about certain characters. Like, let's be real about this. You don't if you don't care about Miss Marvel. Fine. You don't care about Monica Rambeau. Fine. But some of y'all are telling on yourselves too, like, you know, y'all not liking that there's more attention going to female Marvel heroes and characters is very blatant. And it's super fucking off-putting. It's like, I don't even want to have a conversation about these films if you're going into it going, we've seen this before. Motherfucker, there are nine goddamn Spider-Man films. There are 23 Batman films. Don't tell me don't start off with, oh, it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, so is fucking Fast. So is Transformers. So is literally Mission Impossible. It's the same goddamn thing. It's an impossible mission that that's, ends up being not that fucking impossible by the end of the movie. It we see it over and over again. And are you for Marvel being... They, like, people are waiting for Marvel to do bad things, but, but yet you want them to do Fantastic Four and you want them to do X-Men, and you want them to do Blade, and you want them to do, the, you know, m more with, uh, uh, you want them to bring back Iron Man, you want them to bring back these characters, but you also want to see Marvel fall? I don't understand. I don't understand B, it. I just don't but, get it. But B, it's kind of inherent in the middle of what you said. There was like a whole arc that took over 10 years, and then we got to the end of it, and everybody was getting their fan service if they're a comic book person they were getting their superhero movie fix if they were kind of that they, their um their gateway in was the movies they were getting all these things together and 
we collectively, the three of us have always said, there's a plan here. There's a thing that's happening. And so we got to the end of that phase, literal end game. And I truly believe for the people who aren't just being ashy and misogynistic or, you know, heavily leaning into the misogynist noir, a lot of it for them is they, they truly honestly believe that what's supposed to happen with this style of movie is we start over. And Mar- Mar- MCU was like, okay, so here's this person and here's this other person we pulled from here and here's this and we're going to keep going forward. And a lot of people are like, well, wait a minute, no. Well, now I'm at the, they don't, they, and honestly, a lot of them weren't young enough to be ground level MCU. So this is their ground level and they don't like it. They don't like what it looks like. They don't like who it's following because it's not people who they already are deep in the paint and in the trenches with these theories. They don't like that they can't go in. Like there are a lot of trailers for this movie. I watched the treat teaser and then I muted them and I never watched another one again. And I just watched them before we talked. And a lot of the theories that people were coming out with was because they thought they knew the order of operations for this movie based on what the clips were they saw in the trailer. So they put together what they thought they were going to see on the screen because they decided the trailers was told the whole story. And it doesn't. And even if you think it does, it's not even you don't even see any of the stuff in the story of how you think you're seeing it presented in the trailers. So for a lot of people, this is their ground level coming in and they've never been at ground level for a story and they don't like it because they don't recognize anybody. So they don't feel like they can hijack it, own it. But the other part of it, I feel is what we talked about when we were doing the, um, the, the episodic shows. People don't have patience anymore. People have been trained to watch and, and, and consume in a certain way. And Marvel has slowed that down. Like, Pretending like you have to have seen everything that's in the MCU up to date to enjoy the Marvels is a lie. You don't. Now, are there other things that you will know more about coming in? Yeah, you'll have a you'll have the entire backstory and origin of Miss Marvel coming into this movie. But if you haven't watched that series yet and you come into this movie, this isn't the first time that they've dropped in a character that's got powers and is doing all these things and clearly has a story. That's how we met Black Panther. Well, it's how we met Spider Man. It's how we met uh, the uh, every character, the, uh, almost that, every single it's, character. It's, it's how we, it's how we, I, I was speaking specifically with certain characters that haven't been quote the leads in this in this particular franchise. It's how we met Black Widow. It's how we got so so. A lot of the people who are writing, they saw the temperature on certain things, and they saw that they had an opportunity to kind of control a narrative that would get them and drive into clicks and everybody is extremely but, negative and people always think it's easy and that black women are fair game so they picked on nia DaCosta. they they've been picking on brie ever since she stood up and gave that speech and mm-hmm. told them all they could you know kick all the rocks that and but also just like as a movie kind of thing, going into this, people had expectations of what they thought this movie was going to do. And it doesn't do that. It's, it's a classic team-up movie where you get non-linear, non-linear character development because it's more about trying to bring the characters together in this unexpected circumstances and they got to bond and do their thing. We've got a mission. We've got this idea. And I like the villain. Everybody seems to have a problem with Darwan. I did not. I wish we had gotten more than a couple of the flashbacks you get in here, but that's because I love Tom Hiddleston's wife. I love this actress. She was the woman from Bridgerton. She's great, but she's also 
very British in her presentation. So some of the things I think that she's doing, because they're not big and bombastic, didn't necessarily translate. I also agree with the both of you. I would have loved to have gotten more with uh, Catherine Rambeau because I love Tayana Paris, but I also think we're not getting it because we're not there yet. That's yeah, not that's no, not the part of the story where we are. I, and I think people are just kind of trying to demand the story, go at the pace they want, focus on the people who they've decided they care about, give them the story narrative uh, as it lays out, how they think it should lay out. If you come away from the Marvels thinking that it has a narrative problem, that is a you problem, not an MCU problem. I'm sorry. I, I, I think that there's something that you said that I think kind of highlights a lot of why I've kind of just been like, I don't, I don't, I don't care anymore. There, ever since COVID, um, there has just been a, across the board in, in entertainment, a lack of patience for everything. And it's not just, not just movies and TV shows. Like everybody wants to, everybody wants to skip to the end of the book, right? Nobody wants to enjoy the read. Nobody wants to enjoy the process. They want to skip to the end of the book. Perfect example. This is something I noticed, and Brandon, you probably, you know, you guys have probably both seen this. You can't go into YouTube now without getting your favorite video game spoiled two weeks before you get the game in. Like, I, like I come, you come onto YouTube, it's like, you get, and I don't understand this, because I'm like, they used to, like, take my stuff down for playing a 10-second clip. Now, you have the entire Spider-Man, like, for the longest time, I thought MK1 was out a month before it came out, because literally people were posting the entirety of the story, right? They're doing the same thing with Spider-Man 2. Right now, uh, Modern Warfare 3, already spoiled on, I mean, not like you care about the, the, you know, the story of Modern Warfare 3, but like, spoiled already on, on the thing, the game hasn't even released. Like, I don't understand how that happened, and it's like, that's what it is. Everybody now posts every single story element of a video game gets posted two to three weeks before the game, and those they're not getting taken down. They're there. Millions of views and things like that. And so now it's to the point of like, who wants to consume this where you don't play the... Oh, you guys don't care about the the journey. You want to get to the end so you can either complain about it, talk about... Because then you see those clips and then you already got the reaction views of, this is why this game sucks because of this down. I'm like, but you're watching an out of context clip about the end of a, a game that you might play... 30 hours what what are we doing here and it's across the board right we see this with video games tv movies and it's like everybody's trying to figure out like what was the change and oh it, it, you know you know this is going wrong it's like nothing's changed with us like overall Dude. people just have no patience for the journey this idea of everybody saying well you know we just want to watch these these movies and not have to see everything else the whole big thing now with them talking about, and I've seen this, right? When everybody's talking about when the Echo trailer dropped, and everybody was like, yeah, this is going to be Marvel Spotlight. They're not going to connect to continuity. I'm like, but, but guys, Echo came from a TV show that's connectivity. It, it, it's still continuity. Directly it, it's, it's directly from there. Like, uh, and, 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 and you can see in the trailer that Kingpin was, he's got a patch of because he got shot at the yep. end. Like, what are you, I mean, what are you guys talking about? Yep. So I'm literally, I'm literally watching people make these whole narratives about how, yeah, they're going less for connectivity and not, they're going to do his own thing. And I'm like, but how do you do that with a character that is literally from what, what? And I'm just looking at people you know what it, and, you, I, and I don't you know understand. what it is, dog. Like I've, I've, I've tried. So like, I come from the era of, I want everybody to be able 
to enjoy it and be involved, right? I want us to make these, I want it like, I want this entertainment thing, music, movies, television shows, when we get any streaming service and there's something for everybody, right? I fully embraced that and I loved it. But as we've gotten more and more of this, I'm really starting to lean hard into the we need more gate gatekeepers mindset now because now that everyone can get it easily everyone feels like they should be able to have this respected or you know this respected commentary about it everyone feels like their opinion matters to as far as you being able to decide to decide if things are good or bad digestible or not worthy or not that's where we've hit it so it's people that are coming in every aspect of every form of entertainment and media on social media and most of it's about just getting attention and the best way to get attention is to be negative so now we have all these people that have that write bullshit articles like i don't know if you if you all have noticed this but like facebook facebook has absolutely no filter for um articles now where there used to be like oh i get articles from like legit Get sources. Facebook has been flooded with articles from websites that I swear to God are not actual websites. Like they don't really exist. They're just fake pages and shit that people made up and they write things in article form and then they present them as if they're a valid resource or valid source of information in news media or entertainment news. And they're not. And Facebook does not filter it at all. So you will see 20 articles from places you've never heard of or seen before. And they all claim they got their source from, from legit people in the industry. And they're writing these articles that like you talk about, Chris, like there's no, like Echo is not going to be a part of this. I saw that and was like, but King Ken has a patch on his, dude, I'm not even getting into this. Like I'm not, I'm not reading these articles. I'm not paying attention, but we need gatekeepers because these people are making up bullshit. They're just making up shit. We don't, and then they, I'm, because I'm, they're I'm totally, support it, they're running with it. Now. I'm totally fine. We don't with, need I'm totally keepers. fine. We with, just need everybody to stop selling everything to private equity companies, so the legitimacy of outlets can actually I, go back to being verified. I, we don't need. I mean, I, I I get what you're meaning, but I'm I'm every time you say the word gatekeeper, I flinch because I don't like the word either, bro. I just but gatekeepers more, are to keep uh, they, gatekeepers would keep us out. We would not be in the I conversation. Know. But, I know. So, I, I, yeah. So we don't yeah. we don't need gatekeepers, but we need something there. But there used to be I I'm, I I get what you guys are saying, and I hundred percent agree. But like, you know, I I do also think it's about who's being given legitimacy and voices. It's like the podcast space well, is having a natural contraction due to saturation, and people are scrambling to what's happening. But we don't have any kind of regulatory oversight about how these big huge behemoths billion dollar platforms are allowed to treat information so because we don't have any of that because you know everybody wants an administrative state that works but they do everything to make it fail we we end up in a world where like like we i like this movie it's not perfect and i really do no. hope that we get into talking about like the ebbs and flows of everything but this movie makes a lot more sense if you kind of check everything you've got at the door and it used to be that if you were a voice out here lying on people's name and doing all these different takes you got dragged you got no buy-in people would be like man you are bugging 
But now there's so much of that. Everyone's like, well, this is the way to... I legitimately saw someone who watched this movie. Two of us were talking and we had a question of whether or not we thought that they would remember to do enough to bring you into the story and keep you here for people to enjoy it if they don't have Disney Plus or they haven't consumed the Disney Plus content yet. Because, uh, and I was like, well, I'm pretty sure, I'm like, Nina DaCosta knows how to tell a story and she's a co-writer on the script. So I think at a bare minimum, we're going to get enough of a blip or a backstory or some kind of conversation uh, and, 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 that, and, and it'll take care of itself. And that proved to be true. But I also think some of it has to do with something Chris said before. A lot of people have a problem when the action is happening with people talking as they do something. And people get so caught up in watching what they do or wanting to nitpick about, well, that boulder doesn't look good in that sky. So clearly all this CGI worked when one thing failed, but the rest of the VFX and the CJ is bomb. But what they didn't do was listen. So they come away and they're confused. And, oh, it was so much stuff. And they tried to, they had to try to cram it all into the movie. The Marvels very specifically isn't trying to tie up all the loose ends because there are new, new loose ends. It's unraveling threads, just like Madness was. But the difference in Madness is they slowed the pace down and they changed the focus of how they're unraveling those threads. This is one of the most consumably and, and consumable movies we've gotten in this phase uh, of uh, movies no, it's no, slower no, no, it's shorter yeah, well not only that what? but like to go to what you were saying about you know not pulling things in the only character here that you so we uh, yes we're mentioning that you know obviously for you know not spoilers but you know monica with her powers and things that comes through wandavision but let's say you didn't watch wandavision right honestly they knew enough of the flashbacks on what happened with her and that cause they actually pulled some of the, the clips from wandavision what happened with her during the blip they uh, tie a lot of it to the first Miss Marvel movie with her and Monica, uh, her and Carol all comes from the first movie, not the, the WandaVision TV show. And mm -hmm. um, the only character it really is, you would, you would, there's elements of them that you would need from the uh, TV show. Is it really, is really Camilla, Camilla, but you, you got enough of that and understanding of that. And they lead with uh, enough with her that you're like, you can pick up on it, right? So it's like, like the only thing is, and not a spoiler, is maybe a little bit of stuff with the bangle, right? So maybe that's something that you got to kind of pick up on because they, they get way more into that during the TV show. But honestly, if you think about it, eh, you can get away with that, right? So it's like, think about thinking about it, this is probably way more consumable than uh, Multiverse of Madness was. And so... It, like, it absolutely it, is, so, 100%. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm with you. It, it's perfect film. No, not by any means, a measure of the means, but like, it's also hour 45 minutes, you know, gets in, gets out, sets up for um, much larger things. I think, again, I think so many people are so, again, it's just something happened with us after COVID where people just don't see the forest for the trees. Because again, there's so many things that are happening also in some of the things that they are talking about. That I'm like, wait a minute, this is really, we still really moving towards that thing that we, that we know we were moving towards. And I'm like, I can't wait for that to happen. But I feel like a lot of people aren't seeing how this is all connected together and things like that. And how everything we've seen since the blip is leading to this point. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see when people start realizing it's like, oh, wait, we, we miss all those, those connectivity points. So 
I don't but know. they're not going to fess up to that. They missed that stuff. Oh, no, That's what oh, no, I'm annoys not me about yeah, this no. group now. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen, and they're just going to act like, oh, yeah, well, you know, despite the fact that we said a bunch of dumb shit that did not cooperate any of this that came to fruition, that we swore at the time Marvel was completely lost, confused, and had no plan in mind. We were just throwing shit at the wall and it stuck. We, we saw the painting in the full picture the whole time. So, you know, it's, it's, it, and we, you know, it's good. Like, no, y'all don't have those conversations. It's like, y'all we have those discussions. And, and there's no true insight from them. Yeah, they don't, and they won't fess up to it. Like, I don't like this new group of, of reviewers and speculators and commentators that exist. And it's not just in film and in TV, it's in music, it's in video games, it's in sneaker culture. Like, it's in every fucking culture. I don't like it. Because I don't, it, I don't, it, I, it makes I, it unfun. It, think, it just yeah. makes everything yeah. unfun. Like that was the first thing I thought. I was like, "How do you come out of this film?" Let's take away like the Marvel-esque of it, right? The whole it's part of the Marvel verse. Just look at it as a, as a film on its own. Any other studio, any other franchise releases a film of this quality, and people would absolutely enjoy it and love it, and it would be like, "I had you would literally, I had fun." That means everybody came to the theater. I had fun. It was funny. It was cute. It had oh, there's a, there's there's numbers in it that I didn't think were gonna happen in a film like this. It completely took me out and it brought me right back in. And it wasn't too long. It was great. I had fun. It was an experience. Like if Blue Beetle had been this good, then it, people would have praised it more. I'm, I'm just I'm just being honest in here. Be honest here with this. But because it's a fucking Marvel film. It, the commentary had to be negative, and because it's a woman-led Marvel film, it started off this year being absolutely fucking ridiculous. The commentaries were, ah, oh, this is gonna suck. Nobody's gonna want to see this. What? I don't. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just not here for this bullshit anymore. They're trying to make a self-fulfilling prophecy. But what I think is, what what was me going back to something that you just said in there is this movie has some of the um, best cross uh, close-quarter fighting and um, group fighting choreography and 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 you don't come away from it feeling like oh my god i can't believe they did this or how do they waste this character no the fight the fights is they 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 fly and i really like the visuals yeah i saw the kinks yeah i'm ready and i recognize that you know uh uh, animators vfx cgi and artists yeah they probably need to go they need to union up go on strike i i get it but but the work the work has improved i saw it in imax it was worth seeing in imax the sound design and the sound scale, I felt were balanced and worked better than how they kind of started to try to push certain things in the first Mar- Captain Marvel movie. I like this better than the first because the first, and I think a lot of the way that some, even women who are watching this, some of the problem they have is because most times that you have a woman, even when it's supposed to be about her, even when it's supposed to be what's going on and what she's doing, they feel like they're supposed to be some kind of, uh, glitch and we get stuck in the muck and the mire and everything has to be this deep intro uh, you know super thing of emotions and I'm like well you had three women they all have depth they all have personality they all have character we got to see them come together we got to see them figure out how to work together we also got to see somebody being so super short-sighted and convinced that I can just do this shit by myself that they cause bigger problems we saw this other person who is is new and is hesitant and and has ideas, but is hesitant to say anything because you know 
you have a never meet your heroes moment. Then you have this other person who's clearly the smartest person in the fucking room. But is behind the curve and they pulled all that energy together and you got all of that. But I feel like for a lot of people and a lot of women, it's not the way they're used to women characters being handled on screen or the grace being given to them to be emotionally inconsistent. And so people are like, oh, well, you know, they don't really dig into anything or it, 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 it's all surface emotion. And I was like, That's I didn't really feel it was, but I do feel that in the hands of a black woman who recognizes that sometimes trauma bonding uh, looks different. And we, you, you get it that way. And the way the stories were delivered, like she gave someone permission to, you know, sit in their truth of who they are, but also recognize how that can be harmful. And you get these conversations, but you don't get this deep, psychotic, over-emotive outpouring of, of, of things that I think people wanted. And when they did get it, a lot of people are saying, well, I didn't like it. It didn't seem, it seemed outsized. And I was like, okay, but I love the villain. The two last, two, my two favorite villains in this phase are both black. And y'all kiss my ass. I loved, I loved how they played it because she was like, you know what? It's not even about me. I don't even care what your motives were. I don't even care why you did. You did a thing. And now I, I love it when you get to the end and somebody's consequence has a face. And it's not really about more than that. And, and yeah. they kind of, and, and they t- and they take they take the journey. That's what this is. This is a literal mission. It's very mission oriented. And in that, they build out even further into the universe where we meet up where Marvel has been all this time. And they bring that back and they connect us back to the Earth. And you know, I'll just say this: at one point in time, Iman made a comment about where she thinks things are happening. And um where and i love that child and and she said it before she even knew anything for real and this is a prophet and i'm here for it but but i really i i I think some of the hatefulness and some of the bitterness that's you know unfortunately for me because i always liked it when chris had a moment on social media made chris pull all the way back and has kind of taken the fun out of things for everybody is because I think people are actually really trying to bleed the fun out of everything. If you can bleed the fun, Mm -hmm. if you can make people feel like everything has to be on a checklist, it's easier to commodify. It's easier to force people to be a certain kind of consumer and fit into a demographic and then fit into a machine. And then, you know, there are people who are just now noticing how frequently creepy ass AI characters had been in content for stuff. Like people who went back and finally saw the stuff that was straight up AI psycho filler crowd stuff in like the high school musical movies and they're losing their shit. They, this, yeah, we, we are, we're catching up to a need. Like we said it like James Cameron held a shit ton of technology hostage mm-hmm. that people are now like his Weta was used in this movie and you can tell in the spacing. It, it looks beautiful, man. Like if there's another thing that I, I'm, I'm waiting to see the commentary surrounding but the Brie Larson hate as Captain Marvel's as Carol Danvers is so strong. It has been so strong for so fucking long. People just do not like her attitude. They think she's pompous. They think she's a bitch. They think she's too cocky, et cetera, et cetera. They just do not like Brie Larson, right? And I've seen so many comments, like just comments and conversations about how they hate Captain Marvel because her like on-screen presence is just kind of like she shows up, she does shit, and she does. And then you get this film, 
And it completely changes that perception of her. It treats her as a real fucking person, despite how much power she had, despite what she, despite, despite the fact that she's been saving, trying to run, trying to run around the galaxy and save all these planets for the last 30 years, right? It really digs into her character. It humanizes her. It gives you empathy for her. It gives you understanding and sympathy for her. And all of that happens in this movie, and we don't really see that happen in any other movie. So now I want to see what these these motherfuckers are going to complain about with her character now. Like, because she's been humanized, are y'all going to be annoyed now that yes, she has emotions, will. that she has holdups, and they're think they're, she feels like she made mistakes, and the reason she isolates herself is, you know, because she feels like she fucked up at a certain point and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's literally, it's hard being a hero, especially if you're a woman. Like, is this going to be y'all's argument now? Are y'all going to attack her for not being the stoic, no on-screen presence character with all this power that y'all swore she was in in They're going to still say that she doesn't emote. With her? They're still going to say that she doesn't emote the way that they expect. I mean, look, this movie gives you musical moments. It gives you shenanigans. It gives you tragedy. It gives you comedy. And yes, they're still going to complain. Chris, you started to say something a minute ago. I no, I was going to, I mean, it kind of passed. I was going to mention you guys talking about talking the fun out and then we'll get the, the, the score. But because Brandon, it was you that I think, I think it was you that shared it on Facebook. Cause I see, listen, even though I say I'm not on social media, I see everything. I've just gotten better at not saying shit. And I still need to, I, I, I'm still behind on, on catching up my shows and things like that. But I think you shared that thing where somebody was complaining about Invincible 2 or something like Invincible, the second Bruh. season. And they were like complaining. They were complaining, I miss it when our superheroes were fun. And it's just like one of the things I've like, literally, it's a, a perfect example of people were complaining about everything. Like, it's either, it's too much fun. So then, uh, like this movie, where it's like, I'm not going to enjoy it. But then you get the, adult, the things that are set for adults, like, the boys or you get Gen invincible D, season invincible. two or something like that and then all of a sudden it's like oh it's too gritty it's too it's too grounded and it's too it's too it's too out there it's too adult i'm like guys like there's literally enough something out there for for everyone so literally just find the thing you like and then you realize it's like oh my god you don't like anything that's the thing that's the point the point is to be a curmudgeon on everything because that's what gets you noticed. And I'm like, listen, I'm a curmudgeon. And like, I'm being a curmudgeon because you guys are trying to be curmudgeon. Like, I earned that shit. Like, I got legit reasons to be sitting over here <laughs> like that. Y'all don't get to just get out of my fucking space, man. Like, y'all don't earn that bro, shit. Don't just, under the, yeah. Your reasoning is legit. Like, this, okay, right. like the, the thing that pissed me off about the Invisible comment and the Gen V comment and the Boys comment, which were all related, it's like, it was just like this um, dark or take on, on superheroes now. We're all superheroes are actually evil sons of bitches, right? The more powerful Supermanish ones. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, I would have an issue with this if they actually done this with Superman. If they mm -hmm. brought in Superman and all of a sudden you found out Superman was a terrible, terrible fucking person and had this dark side where he was a serial killer for real. I would understand that. But these comics that we're making adaptations of that are going on Amazon and other places now about these twisted superheroes didn't come from anywhere. The comics have been around. Mm -hmm. They're literally pulling from the source here. They're just in any other. We've been begging them to stop changing the source material, and now they're not changing it. The only changes they make are small changes to make it digestible to a larger audience or consumable for a larger audience because it's going to TV or movie. 
And you're complaining that they're actually sticking to the source and script for these. Yeah, and we're right. getting the things we wanted when we were real. Oh, man, I wish they would turn to boys or Invincible, especially Invincible. Right. I wish they would turn Invincible into a show. Seth Rogen and them literally turned Invincible into a fucking show. And actual Invincible fans are not complaining about it at all because right. they follow the thing that they love. But, I mean, but, I mean, but think about it. How often have people been bitching and moaning about the women who at, get cast in comic or superhero movies? Every body in the Marvels is fine. There Bruh. are no that they are fine. There's a scene in the Marvels where where Monica says Monica and Amon are looking out into space. And the mm-hmm. camera is behind him, them, mm-hmm. and Monica goes, what are we all looking at? And I'm in the theater going, I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking at. But, like, you're going to hell, but I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> like, it's fine. I'm going, I look, but that, but I mean, it's like to be superficial about things, people have been complaining about, well, we want women, but we want a variety of women. Okay, you get three different, very part, different types of uh, uh, grown women and a young woman in this movie. Oh, well, we want teenagers to be teenagers, and, but then you get a teenager because uh, uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala's a damn teenager, and she's very much so a fully formed and fleshed out uh, teenage girl. And they're like, oh, I really, I, they, they need to calm her down. No, because no, 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 they don't. She's, she's doing it. She's charming. She's great. She stole a whole hell of a lot of scenes. She's charismatic, and, she, and, she's, and she's got that bounce that you want. And now people are mad about that. But, you know, oh, like, uh, 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 I, I don't really know what you do with stoicism. You get two different versions of stoicism in this. Like, you get the aesthetic. I mean, Marcus Aurelius would be happy. You've got Captain Marvel on the one side, and you've got uh, uh, King Marvel? on the other. Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Valkyrie. Right. you got King Valkyrie. They're both aesthetics. They're both... They're both the type of character, uh, Stoics, and they're in there, and they find, and you get all these different things, and you've got all this stuff. So you've got the breadth and range of how and the varied ways in which people, women particularly, emote and what motivates them, and none of it is driven from some some ridiculous type of sexual awakening bullshit that everybody seems to think needs to trigger a woman's wanting more or needing more, and people are complaining about it. It's so, yeah, but everybody on this daggum show is a different kind of curmudgeon. And I really feel like, you know, Chris said it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't get to come sit over here. You didn't earn it. Like, you can be a curmudgeon and like things. It's like, and, but if there's nothing you like, it's not my fault. It's okay to admit that something wasn't made for you. Like, it's okay if you, it's not for you. Or it's okay to admit that you came into the superhero movies through the movies, you don't know any of the things, and now they're making a product that that is for people who have pull lists and don't mind a large amount of content on a constant basis. It's what, um, and as long as it's varied and interesting, and you can admit that's not you. But this movie does is crossover genre. When I tell you that every piece is just fun but still purposeful and that's not good enough for you i don't, I don't know i don't know i don't i think i think everybody should just ignore everything that's being said about captain marvel and go see the movie and have a good ass time what would you guys i knew we time? were fucked up when people started complaining about these films being too funny 
Like I, I was like, oh, we're going in a bad direction. It's not when y'all have a movie. problem with laughing during a movie. When you're in a theater and there's action scenes and it's all of this CGI and these big moments and you're mad because there are jokes. You know how hard it is to do action scenes and choreography and fighting and special effects while also delivering lines, like joke lines perfectly, landing the punch. And this film does it with so many characters. Nick Fury, Iman's like Miss Mar- Kamala's mother, and her perfect just her family in general, which just they, they handle family in this film better than another film earlier this year. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. It's just like we are curmudgeons because we want wanted things to be better. <laughs> like we, but this whole it now it's better, it's too good. We need to tear it apart, curmudgeon shit. No, bro, I'm not about that. Like, I'm not gonna complain about good shit. I'm sorry. Y'all can keep that. What would you guys give it out of ten? I'm I'm like debating between a seven and a half and an eight. I think I'm gonna sit in an eight. I think I'm gonna sit in an eight. Row. I am at eight Clerkins out of ten. Okay. Uh, I'm, I, a, I'm, just... at, I'm at the seven and a half, but yeah, I, I definitely think this is Something that folks should go see. And I think I think most people that listen to us and things like that and who have enjoyed these films would would definitely enjoy this. And I think it's probably, you know, um the after credit scene is definitely one that'll be talked about and I think um it's gonna be it's also one of those things too, I think that it, that it definitely helps and I will say if there's one thing I think Marvel is has been has been lacking on is the after credit scenes to give you with that oh shit I know what that is. There's been a lot of the ones where you get after credit scene and a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, who is that and what's this? It's like not gonna have that in this one. You're gonna like people people gonna get it. Like they yeah. did that on purpose. Oh, like yeah, I did. think I, yeah, Mar- I, I, Marvel I knows Marvel knows when a film is gonna get attention that they don't want it to get. So I feel like this the the end credit scene that they put in this was was them basically going see. You didn't sit through this whole film hate watching for nothing. We still gave you a boner. Like I, I feel like the, that's what they're doing. Oh, and they're trolling. Even, yeah, even the person, even the person who I was speaking to that said this film was gonna suck, that scene came up, and the whole, the, their whole thing changed. The whole time they're sitting there, uh, uh, and then that scene comes up, and it's. You could see them going, okay, hour 45 minutes, worth it. Right. And that's how Marvel went. That's how they went. By the way, y'all, the Kamala, there's a, a, a first, the end of the film that, too, that yeah. we have not spoiled is on Twitter. So stay away Amazing. from Marvel hashtags and everything else. It's been on there for like five days now. I actually saw it before I went to see the movie and was a little annoyed. Not super oh. annoyed because we knew it was coming. But I was annoyed that it got spoiled for me. So it is online already. Yeah, I know. Does that work? I know some of the mutes uh, aren't working as well. But they, they like I, I'm, I after I'm not kidding. After the first trailer, I just kept muting the oh. Marvels and I'm... names and words. So I did manage to go in without being spoiled. But when I came out, I saw that there were some critics who were breaking, uh, who were abusing the social media embargo lifting to talk in ways that could remote to being, that I consider to be soft spoilers. 
And then shortly thereafter, the critic review embargo where people who had already done the reviews and put it into Rotten Tomatoes and they went hot. There were people in there who were writing, who were writing and they wrote into spoilers because they wanted to complain. And um, I think it's grimy. Um, it's very upsetting. This movie has but, so much stuff yeah. in it that um, it it's not fair that people are going to go in with things spoiled. But so, I would just like to say that if you've ever listened to any of us or any of our chats, we have been so right about what's coming and how we're getting there that I'm thinking about making Palm a mug that yeah. says Palm is always right. I mean, like I said, I... Like I said, this is why I I pretty much have removed myself from most of the social media stuff, mainly because again at this point I see the game, I see what people are doing. People have been doing that spoiler thing again. It's it's how you get the clicks. It's how you get the re- even if it's not hate spoiling, even if it's just trying to just spoil because you you're going to get the views. That's incentivized it now now. So until somebody comes in and starts actually taking away people's accesses and starts really blacklisted some of these people for doing it, they're going to keep doing it, right? And so at this point, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to fight that game. I'm not going to fight against it. I'm just going to not be involved in anything. So even the articles that were complaining, I saw the titles. I didn't read the articles. I was like, nope, not even going to do that. So, um, yeah. So, I had one anyway, question. Are we going to circle back? I know we t- we kept yeah, we this can. really top level, and I'm proud no, of us. We will. We will maybe, I maybe, screamed yeah, well, maybe, so many maybe, times during this movie, yeah, but maybe, are we going to sit down and do like a spoiler yeah, chat, like I'll maybe after Deep gets a chance to see it or something? Yeah, we'll try to do that. Like I said, it, it all comes down to my schedule and what's going on. So, yeah, I we'll, we'll try. So, um, that's my hope to sit down and so we can have more of that discussion because I haven't, I haven't really had a chance to do any of that stuff. So, and we, we still, I still owe, oh, shit, I gotta. I gotta catch up on Loki. I got Ahsoka still. Listen, I didn't try to make you have to go into work mode. I was just asking, are we coming back uh, to talk about the Marvels more? Because there's so much here that we didn't get into because it's all spoilers and we're not doing that. Yep, so we'll try to do that. Okay, I didn't try to... I wasn't trying to make you go to work, Chris. Damn, it's late. Anyway, I will say this um, before we go. Somebody asked, somebody who saw this the other day, um, they asked me after they saw it, they were like, so wait, what universe is that? And I was like, the universe where Marvel is showing us they can call up whoever the fuck they want, <laughs> whenever the fuck they want. And you should, and we should absolutely be excited about this because they, the, them holding that type of power is just going to make everything coming forward amazing. But y'all keep being promoters, okay? Because <laughs> I'm in, I'm gonna enjoy this shit. Man, as, as soon as I saw the color palette. Yeah, of what so. they showed us, I screamed. Yep. But I feel you. Yep. I think I just said, oh no. Yeah. Like, I saw it and I was so blown. I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, oh no, Marvel did that. <laughs> oh no, nigga. We're here. Okay. No, I screamed. I, I, did, I, screamed I screamed into my hoodie. Yeah. I screamed. So. Alright, folks. Again, make sure you guys subscribe. Movie trailer reviews on iTunes and Spotify. So uh you can also find us on mtrnetwork.net. So again folks, thank you very much for listening and we'll be back soon. Until next time we're out of here. Peace.